Welcome to the Think Yourself Healthy podcast, where we challenge you to think differently about your approach to health and wellness. My name is Heather Duranja, and I'm excited to be here with you to take you on the journey from surviving to thriving. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Think Yourself Healthy, I have Taylor Simpson. She is a spiritual expansion mentor, sought after motivational speaker, and a top ranking podcast host. Taylor is passionate about helping women come back home to their inner truth by balancing their chakras and stepping into their divine feminine power. She has had the honor of guiding the transformation of over 2,000 women around the world and is on a mission to inspire women to create their own abundant as fuck life <laughs> by being a living example of that. Mm. Wow, Tay, that is quite an introduction. Congratulations. Congratulations on all of your accolades. Mm. And I know one that's not mentioned is in here. You were just featured in Forbes. I was, and it's still very like, oh my God. <laughs> I would thank you. It was actually funny. Our, our mutual friend, Melissa, was with me when I got featured. And we were at a coffee shop later that day. And they're like, oh, what's the name to write on your cup? And Melissa was like, um, Taylor featured in Forbes. Just write down Taylor featured in Forbes. I'm like, oh my God, I love it. So I've got all the, all the hype women around me to celebrate with. Oh, that's fabulous. Well, it's a very much deserved honor. Um, so thank you. You've been working really hard. It's great to see your hard work paying off and being mm. acknowledged by the masses. Mm, it's also you. really exciting to see someone of your stature be featured in <laughs> because ultimately, you know, your business path isn't necessarily a traditional business path for business, yeah. right? So I think it's really awesome to see your work being honored and um, shared, shared with the masses. Mm, Thank you, sister. So I'm really excited to have you on today. We have so many things to chat about. It's kind of a a little bit overwhelming. It's like, okay, I have this very limited time with her. What direction are we going to take this? So I decided that we'll let, we'll let the divine guide our conversation today mm. take us wherever um wherever it needs to it's an honor to have you on today uh, likewise and i literally remember when we met and it's like one of the yeah it's like a soul soul contract right like i'm always reminding people about soul contracts and while that event wasn't like perfectly aligned with my soul in the end mm-hmm. i met you, I met our sister, Jess. I met so many amazing women that was like, oh, we were all supposed to be here. Like, holy crap. But I remember walking, it was like, a, the even before it started, it was at like a bar, a restaurant. And uh, yeah, and you were standing there and I was like, I know her. I don't know her, but I know her. And then immediately it was just like, oh, hey girl. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's funny because I reflect back onto that event and the event that we attended was nothing what we actually thought we were paying to attend. But in the end, I definitely justified the money yes. I spent in terms of the friendships and the, um, the you know, the people that I was able yeah. to during that time. So mm-hmm. that in itself was totally worth it. And I think that it's, it was a good lesson for me of letting go of attachment to an expectation and being yes. open to the flow of what, was there for me to receive. And so, um, 
I really spent the last year of my life really, truly trying to embrace that kind of um, mentality mindset, especially with everything that's happened, because I know back in January of last year, we were both in Phoenix attending an event that was going to change our lives and we were going to start hosting these amazing events for 2020. We had planned a trip to Greece. We had all this amazing stuff happening and then everything just came to an absolute halt. <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll get to Greece in divine timing. I know it. It's still clear as day for me. Yeah, absolutely. That was really a dream vacation that was planned. And um, so I am knowing that it's going to be that or something better in our future. future. (laughs) So Taylor, I know that probably a lot of the speakers don't know who you are. So kind of give me a little uh, synopsis, a quick little yeah, up to date because I know your journey yeah. had many, many pathways <laughs> like mine that have kind of brought us to this place that we're at yeah. today, where we really focus our business on the healing component, yep. of the soul healing, and helping yeah. individuals find their purpose and their path. Yeah. And much like you and I have been mm. so so lucky to um, stumble upon. Yes, I love this question because. I know it's really, I I remember I used to listen to podcasts, you know, years, years back, the start of my spiritual awakening and getting into self-development and I'd hear, you know, guests kind of talking about their amazing life and what they do. And I was just thinking, gosh, they would be really nice to be there. Like, and, and so people can look at my life right now and be like, wow, like, you know, look at Taylor. She's got her perfect abundant life and amazing or whatever. But I'll, I also like to remind people what it took to get to this and not masculine what it took, like what did I do to get here, had nothing to do with doing. It was who I had to release and who I had to become to get here. And so, you know, just seven years ago, maybe actually it'll be eight this spring, I I had my spiritual awakening um, because I hit a rock bottom, Mm -hmm. um, a really big rock bottom. I was in a, a just unhealthy marriage at the time. I had created this perfect life on the outside. I I had my undergrad and my master's in international development. I worked on Capitol Hill and then I worked for the UN, right? Like these perfect Washington DC jobs. Um, I, the outside, I had it all together, married all this, um, on the inside, people didn't realize I was a disaster. I had held in a lot of trauma growing up with the narcissistic father, um, moving a lot, being made fun of growing up since, you know, I can remember for being too much, which led me to morph in, to fit in with everyone else, which means I completely lost touch with who I am from age 13 to at that time, what was that? Like 24 had no idea who I was, no idea, which means I had a lot of stored energy that was building up, building up. And the day I had hit rock bottom, I was sitting in um, our basement TV room with my then spoiler alert ex-husband. And I had just broken a vase for the umpteenth time during a fight. Um, I had massive rage issues that like I was a unicorn on the outside, but Hulk on the inside and would like break things. I didn't know how to communicate in an argument. I would just immediately have like 
energy pulsing through my hands, I'd have to pick up something and throw it. That was the only way I knew how to communicate was to actually have a temper tantrum, um, quite literally. And I had just finished off a pint of Ben and Jerry's, a bottle of wine. So at that time I was also eating my feelings away. So I was throwing or breaking things to get the attention because I wasn't being seen or heard because I wasn't using my voice. And at the same time, I was shoving down my feelings with food. And I remember sitting there by my then husband feeling so alone and so lost. Like, how did I get here? How, like, this is not who I am on the inside. And when I was a little girl, I wear tutus covered in glitter, you know, loved unicorns, just a ray of sunshine. And I was just like, where did she go? Like, where did she go? And so the next day I submitted myself to both anger management and overeaters anonymous because I just, I was, I was sick and tired of myself. I, I knew that something had shifted that I, I needed to get back home to myself. And so that's really what then awoken me to energy. And the first book I read was um, the power of now. Um, and then I, I read, a, what was it? The, the wheels of life about chakras. And I remember being like, wait, what? I'm energy. I, 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 I'm a sovereign human. I'm not a victim. I was in massive victim mode my entire adult life. You know, what was me, narcissistic father, all the things. Um, and, and so that started me learning about psychology and neuroscience and spirituality. And I just dove in, um, fast forward, I end up getting a divorce. I end up quitting my nine to five, starting my own online business to serve and help people not make it about me, not be a victim anymore. Um, and then that morphed into, you know, more mindset coaching, um, and then spiritual coaching. And then what I do now, and had I been able to tell even the version of me five years ago who dealt with massive social anxiety, the idea of speaking in front of four people, let alone thousands of thousands of people. No way. I would rather have gotten a root canal. I'd break out in hives when it was my turn, when it was my turn to check out at the grocery store, literally would break out in hives. That's how insecure I was and terrified of like being put on the spotlight. And so I, I learned why that, why my thoughts were that way. And I rewired them and, you know, now motivational speaker and speak in front of thousands of people um, and have completely shift that. And now have with my, with my King and my conscious husband, my was meant to be soulmate. Um, and now that's why I'm obsessed with pe helping people really heal their trauma, their childhood wounds, remember who they are, because it's when you make that shift um, and I make myself a testament of that. One of my, I know one of my purposes in, in life is to just be a mirror for people, literally just, just to live my life to my highest self, to simply be a mirror, to show people it's not about what you do full circle to my very first thing I said, it's about who you need to release, what you need to heal and who you need to become, um, will allow you to truly live an abundant as fuck life. Um, so that that's my journey and why I'm so obsessed with helping people really get through themselves yeah. and um, remember who they are. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love your vulnerability, your transparency. You and I definitely have similar backgrounds, very dysfunctional upbringings, very mm -hmm. unhealthy narcissistic relationships, the insecurity, the low confidence, all of the things. Yeah. And, um, but I, I feel so grateful and I'm sure you do as well, 
that when I look back now on that journey that I've had over the last 44 years of my life, and I think about all of these things, and when I was in victim mode, and how I was feeling sorry for myself every single day, why me? Why me? When am I going to catch my break? And I look back at those things now, and I thank God. I thank God for those experiences. I offer gratitude for all of the experiences that I've had in my life up to this point, because without those obstacles, without those challenges, I wouldn't have had an opportunity to prove to myself how beautifully resilient I truly am, how strong, how self-motivated I truly am. And it's funny because I've had individuals consider me like try to play that you're the narcissist card. You know what I'm talking about? And I look back and I think, oh yes, because every narcissist commits themselves to this kind of healing journey, right? (laughs) So true. Absolutely. Um, But no, the reality is I'm really grateful for all of those experiences because without them, I wouldn't be relatable. I wouldn't be able to carry the empathy. I wouldn't be able to have the the compassion and grace in my heart for not only myself, but also for others. And I think that that's a huge piece of the impact of the work that you and I do is that we are very relatable individuals who have had these real life experiences. Neither you nor I were taught how to communicate. We were judged based upon our emotions. So we suppressed those emotions. And as a result of that, the only way we knew how to express ourselves was through anger, through resentment, through, you know, I know in my home, whoever screamed and kicked the hardest was the one that was seen and heard. And I remember being in my mid twenties in my my marriage um, with my ex-husband and him saying to me one day, like, hey, do you know that normal people can actually have a conversation? And I was like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, wait, that's not a concept I ever even had modeled in my, in my home, in my upbringing. So that was like one of those, wait, you mean there's another way? What? Uh. <laughs> hey! And now it's so beautiful to be on this side because I look back and like you mentioning being that mirror when the old Heather would have been offended when the old Heather would have been like reactional the Heather that now stands before us is like oh I see what's going on here Mm -hmm. they need to be seen they need to be heard I need to just listen and I need to be able to show up in a compassionate way and completely removing myself from the entire equation this isn't about me (laughs) As much as I would love to believe it's about me, it's not about me. (laughs) And I think that's a hard thing for people to understand, especially when we talk about the healing journey and going through the awakening process and and being a mirror. Many just check out, right? They're like, I don't know, all that sounds great, but looks pretty scary to me. So what do you think is one of the barriers or what is the biggest barrier do you think that keeps people from being able to embrace their awakening? And everyone has a moment where they have that awakening, but many choose to ignore it and not embrace it. So what do you think? What do you think that barrier is? Where's, where's the resistance? Yeah. And it's, I love this question. I actually was just asked this question a podcast yesterday. So I'm like, wow, there's definitely a theme in the consciousness, right? The collective right now. Um, and, and 
I believe it's when we fear anything, right? Whether that's our spiritual awakening, whether that's taking action, it's all ego, right? Our ego knows that if I go through the spiritual awakening, if I do the deep work, that means, holy shit, there's going to be change on the other side. And change is scary because here's, let me list, let me list five of the 15,000 reasons why, why our ego thinks change is scary. One, you know, who will I be at the other side of this? I might not know who the hell I am because I realized that everything I have believed in and how I've shown up is not who I am. Two, will people still love me on the other side? Will people abandon me because maybe they'll think I'm full of myself or they don't know me anymore? Um, you know, another one is crap. Will my entire life change? Will I realize that I'm in a toxic marriage that I was blind to before? Oh my gosh. Will I remember that I was sexually abused when I shove that down and then holy crap how to deal with so it's really this list of like our ego wants to keep us in this little safe space it's trying it's not like in a bad way because our ego is there to protect us period um ego isn't as this evil thing um it can get in our way and we can make it evil or we can look at it as it's just trying to protect us so our ego is saying no 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 that's scary you don't want what's on the other side right. but then our soul is like Oh, but this is what it's like to be a human on the other side. Yeah. It's, it's going to suck maybe a little bit. Yeah. You might have to rearrange your entire fucking life, but give it time. And before you know it, you'll look back and realize, Oh my God, my life is so amazing. Why was I ever scared of doing this work? So I firmly believe it's just ego trying to protect us from change because it, it, it will like every, all my clients joke when they like start doing the inner work, um, they're like, Oh, it's going to be fun in unicorns. Cause Taylor's unicorns a rainbow. And then like three days later, they're like DMing me and be like, why am I crying? Why do I feel like I'm in more pain than before I hired you? And I'm like, great, keep going. You're on the right path. And, and before they know it, they've released, they've shifted that sort of stuff. So really it, it, it is that fear of change and what that means to what we'll have to do in our life. Absolutely. I like the fact that you go there and you talk about the pain. Yeah. Many people think of their awakening as this beautiful, like you, you know, like to refer it to as rainbows and unicorn experience. Yeah. And the reality is it's painful. It's yeah. ugly. It is not a pretty process. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people who start to enter the process start to experience those emotions and it freaks them the fuck out. And they're like, Ooh, <laughs> uh, maybe another day I'll come back. To yeah. this, you know, I'll come back to this another day. And then they spiritual bypassing. Yeah. Right. That's spiritual bypassing. Yeah, absolutely. And so then they, you know, unfortunately they don't make yeah. it to the other side and they continue to stay in their negative healing loop. Yep. It's funny because 95% of what is housed in our subconscious mind are all fucking lies. Yeah. It's all lies. None of it's even ours. It's lies, but we literally spend an entire lifetime defending these lies that we've yeah. inherited from our environment, from our peers and grandparents and, you know, teachers and other influential figures. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, but like embracing like the, the pain, is that what yeah, you're asking? So much like, what are your, what are your thoughts around the fact that we believe nothing but fucking um, lies and right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we could go on and on and on about all of the lies yeah. right now, 
and persuasion of our belief system. Yeah. I mean, like we're just, we're living in a, the matrix. Um, so everything from the, what is it? Age, the age of five and on is all projections onto us. Um, and unless we have conscious parents to walk us through that, which most of us in our generation don't like, we now are that new generation of conscious parents. That's the goal, obviously with the whole awakening. Um, but like, I mean, even down to money, I, I help some, like I, I used to be known as just a money mindset coach. And so I've helped so many women with the, this exact repeating story over and over again. I could teach it in my sleep, but <laughs> so many money wounds because money is such a heavy, dense energy. It could be light or dark, right? It depends on your view, but it's in everything, right? In order to live life, you need money. So that's why I like to use it as an example because it's everything. And when you realize all of your money stories, pre being conscious and aware of them and deciding that they're yours, are not yours. They're from Disney movies. They're from your parents. They're from the school bus. Every single money story, literally before you become aware, none of them are yours. And the, the best way to unpack those as an example, easiest way, you get a piece of paper, put a line, a line down the center on the left, write down every money story you have right now, up until now. Money doesn't grow in trees. I have to work really hard to make a lot of money. Good, keep going. Starting on the right. In Africa. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then make a little mark by each of them. Who gave it to you? Mom, society, government, dad, friend, whatever. Crazy rich uncle. Just a little note. On the right side, write your new story. I love knowing that money is just as easy to make as leaves grow on a tree, right? Um, I love knowing that, um, you know, the, the more I'm in my purpose, the more money I make. And so you consciously choose a new story for each of those. Now you can say, that's my story. That's my story. That's my story. Not a bunch of other people's stories. Um, and so that's a great way to really realize, oh shit, I have a list of 30 stories. Yep. None of that are mine. And that means think about the energy, even break it down. The energy of each story that you had on the left side, all of those people's energies are literally sitting in your body. It's not that just their, that their money story, but the energy of that human is sitting in your body. <laughs> like, which when you think about it, you're like, oh my God, I have 50 people's energy in my force field with their negative shit. I don't want that. Like, I mean, you can micro it down and realize how heavy it really is. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I feel so, so strongly. And it's funny because money was one of my biggest stories forever. I grew up in a very impoverished home and we were always broke. And, you know, I heard all of the stories you're, yeah. you're going to have to suffer. You're never going to have enough. You know, it was just constant, constant. Yeah. And when I decided to finally just let go, because the money stories were something I struggled with for a very, very long time. And when, when I decided to just surrender and completely let go and say, you know what? If I am on mission, if I am living my sole purpose, then, then it's going to happen. Like I am going to be taken care of. And I think many of us um, don't look at abundance as a whole. We only look at abundance from a perspective of materialistic means. And 
we really have to expand upon what abundance truly means. And once we can start embracing that, I think that that allows for that energetic flow to come in more freely and open up those doors and opportunities that energetically we've been blocking. So when I was able to finally do that, it was um, just such a blessing, like literally the best thing that ever happened. And then opportunity after opportunity started presenting and I really found myself in my true life purpose, showing up and serving in a way that fulfills my heart and soul so magically. Mm-hmm. And I wake up blessed and grateful every day, getting out of bed to do the work that I, I have an opportunity to do. Mm, love that. Yeah, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> so I wanna ask you a question. Um, many people, you know, I I don't know about you, but I know for myself with the awakening process, it's a long time. Yeah. Happened overnight. (laughs) Right. Lifetime. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll die never having fully awoken. And that's, that's my goal. I don't want to be like fully woke. That's boring as fuck. (sighs) It's so funny because I was encouraged to recently watch all of the Star Wars series from opposite like the up from the last one made to the the oldest one made yeah it's so funny because I'm going through all of these um Star Wars movies and I'm like you mean to fucking tell me that the whole time the answer to life literally has been in Star Wars I'm like they pretty much everything they like literally tell us every little secret that I've had to uncover along my awakening journey. And I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. I should have bought Cliff Notes version of the awakening process via Star Wars. Compliments to Fiona. (laughs) Right? It's so crazy. But I want to ask you on a serious note. So, you know, I know for myself that since I've gone through the awakening or since I'm going through the awakening process, and like you mentioned, it's an evolving process. It'll never end. I have found myself really struggling in many ways to coexist in today's society. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that because I think that that's something that um, we don't share, shed enough light on with this journey is that it can be very isolating. It can be very challenging. It can, as much as it is fulfilling and rewarding and magical and all of those things, there's still a dark side to the opening process that can be very challenging. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Yeah, it's the the best way to really get into that understanding of like, okay, what is out there, the darkness or people that are still asleep? My best thing is to go to the grocery store and be reminded of that situation. Um, yeah, especially right now where people, it's a, it's a massive polarity. Like you can tell very quickly who's still asleep and who's not like, I mean, we may as well be wearing badges. Um, and so that's the quickest way to be like, Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's where we're going home. That's a whole other story. Yeah. I'm like, and North Korea. Um, and so really I, the beginning of the whole kind of lockdown, I really struggled with this, um, from a very like judgmental place of like, do they not fucking understand? Like we're waking up, but why are people not doing this? Like it's right. very obvious what's happening in the world right now. And so I was getting frustrated of like, banging my head in a wall. Like, why do they not see this? 
And then I realized, okay, my purpose in this lifetime, as we each have our own unique purposes, um, is to be very verbal with my beliefs of what's going on to awaken people in my community who still aren't awake yet. So an activator, right? My role was to be a very much a, a polarizing, um, lovingly obnoxious activator was really my, my theme for that. And so that's how I was able to take my power back and be empowered versus disempowered of like, what the fuck right. to, Okay. How can I, even in my bubble, in my, my vortex, um, activate people so they aren't the ones out there at the grocery store or in public still asleep? Mm-hmm. And so it was really shifting from the place of judgment to compassion, judgment to understanding, judgment to activating. Um, otherwise, yeah, we can. it's easy to then get into victim. I see so many spiritual people who are woke and talking about spirituality, but very much still in victim of like, it's hard to be an empath in today's world. I can't, like, it's like, Ooh, Ooh. Like, did you see what you just said there? Like, I get a funny meme here and there. Like, I love a good meme where it's like, you know, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. And you're at home, like eating snacks. I get it. Like I'm, I'm an, I am an introvert and an empath, but that doesn't mean I I need to be a victim to that. And so, um, really if, if, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, it's really hard for me to be around humans right now. Um, and to not, feel maybe way down or negative, use that as an opportunity to what still gets to be healed in you or how you can create a protection bubble around you or how you can make sure you fill your cup up. Um, so that way the heaviness of the world or other people don't take you down. Um, and so, yeah, if you're, if you're feeling, um, by yourself, you're feeling like you're going on this path alone. Um, remember that there are other women out there. So you, that are on the path with you, but you have to put yourself out there and stop being a victim in order to meet, in order to meet them. And that's where joining like, you know, online virtual programs. I know like one of my favorite things to see is the women who are in my programs get together in person or have virtual dates. Like they wouldn't have met or collaborate in business ideas. It's wild. Um, they wouldn't have met each other if they just didn't put themselves out there and, and join, you know, a program or whatever, fill in the blank. And so it's really understanding, okay, there are other humans like me great, go get around them. But it's also just as important to be around polarizing people. So you can remember how much work you still have left to do, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're a light worker, whether you know it or not. Um, it's your responsibility to remember that there's people that still need your support that are still asleep versus like, oh, it's all light and love. Let's just stay in my bubble and only around my people and protect my energy. I hear that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Your job is to get in the shit Right. with people who need your medicine, who need your support. Um, so that's kind of how I do that dance and, and how I recommend people do the dance of yes, be the light, be the love and light, but also like get into the shadows of other people. Um, so you can do your job of being that light for them. Yeah. I like to call them matrix agents. Yep. Exa- like, exactly. Like to try and trigger us. Uh huh. We'll have some work to do. Yep. And then you're like, damn, all right, fine. Put my, put my big girl pants on. I'm here for it. Work. I'm here for it. It's time to do yeah. work, which is actually, I mean, for me, that in itself is a reward. You know, oh, I, I love being triggered. Like I'm up, I'm up. Like I joke. I love triggering people. I'm notorious for that because I love being triggered. So right. we are, we, we, the, the energy we release is the energy that we are. So people are like, you're so triggered. And I'm like, I know, because I love being triggered. Like when someone triggers me, whether that's at the grocery store, someone who I look at and judge immediately, right? Like, wow, wow, really? Um, I'm like, oh, 
interesting. What disowned, what disowned part of little T that's right. in there that still fears being judged. So I'm projecting my judgment onto someone else and they're triggering me to look at my trigger of still fear of being judged. So yeah. when I get triggered, it's like, yes, like where's my journal? I can't get home soon enough to journal on this. So when you learn to become obsessed with being triggered, you again, it's not being disempowered by this person's triggering me. What a bitch. It's, right. oh, thank you for empowering me to look at my own wounds that I get to heal. Not that I have to heal, that I get to heal. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I've been hosting um, healing ceremonies. I've been trying to do them monthly. It's been a little bit of a challenge, but a couple, my December, yeah, it was either November or December. I hosted a healing ceremony and I had a woman who um, just happened to be in the area. She wasn't part of the event and she got triggered very, very badly by Mm. our group because we weren't wearing masks. Mm. And we had more than six people. Of course, we were, you know, on the beach outside and socially distancing safely. And, um, it was funny because she just wouldn't go away and she just yeah. kept running up to the group and she's, she's taking off her mask and she's screaming, oh, yeah, I'm not wearing masks, you know, and she's yelling and da, 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 da. And I found myself immediately wanting to be triggered. I was like, oh, yep. take this bitch out. Like yeah. it's over. She is not raining on my fucking healing parade today. And so I start to run after her and one of my dear friends in his angelic voice says Heather and it was like boom in that moment I recognized what was happening I was like oh she's triggering me and interesting victim anger attack mode and so it was really cool because I really like embraced that I really allowed myself to feel that and sit with that and ask deeper questions around that and so with this one that I just hosted over the weekend I had a location that was planned. And then the day before I get to the location and the ocean had washed nothing but rocks all over to the beach. So it wasn't going to be an ideal area for us to host this event. So I had to change the minute, the location last minute. And I woke up that morning and I said, you know, whatever is in my highest and our highest greatest good is going to, you know, show up today. I'm not going to freak out about the details of exactly where I'm going to be doing this. Whatever is meant to be is going to be provided. So I was provided with the most beautiful location. Everything was perfect. The ceremony is getting ready to begin. And then here come the sheriff's department. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, let's do this. And so I walked up and I talked to them and, um, they were super cool. They were very curious. They wanted to know what we were doing, gave me some tips for moving forward, things that I can do to make it um, a less, less of a, you know, I don't know what the word is, but um, a more enjoyable experience without causing a lot of, uh, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That was really, I was really proud of myself after that experience to reflect back and say, okay, Well, this time they sent the sheriff's department and I did not allow myself to get all frantic and pissed Mm. off and angry and everything worked out exactly as it was supposed to. And it was a really beautiful moment to be able to celebrate in the end. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all, all of the good stuff, um, 
So with everything that we've got going on right now, this week specifically is a big week for, for us in the U.S. Um, and individuals over this last year going through their awakening process. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like we 51% of the population has woken up or do you think there's still a lot more work to be done? Oh man, I think only 2% of the population has woken up. Like it's like, I always think that again, growing the grocery store, I'm reminded that we're a very small group, especially like when you're awoken, you are, you become more protected of your energy. Therefore, the only people that are in your life, you only allow people who are matching your frequency. So then we automatically go into this place of like, oh, everyone's awake. Like, look at all the people around me, they're awake. And then it's like, we pull out, like, and my husband and I have this conversation all the time. Like he reminds me, I'm like, look, everyone's waking up. And he's like, let's zoom out. Let's just zoom out. I'm like, fuck, we got a lot of work to do, Um, right? It's like the one percenters, like the billionaires, the billionaires of the world. That's like the equivalent. Yes, every day more people are waking up. but this is just the start. Like this is like literally just the start. Um, and so, you know, I look at that as a cup half full versus half empty. Well, we're only like 2% of the world. Um, that's still 2%, 1% more than it was last year. Um, and then it causes the trickle effect because the more lights that get turned on, the more shadows are start to revealed, which means more people wake up. So it's kind of this ripple effect. Um, so yeah, where we, we just begun like shit, shit, shit. That's why all this stuff's breaking, right? Everything is breaking. Everything's crumbling because more lights are being turned on, which is revealing the shadows. Um, people are always like, well, you know, 2020, you know, it seemed like everything was like, you know, all these things were coming out and being seen and corruption and and I'm like, no, it's, it's always been there. It's not all of a sudden 2020, it just like skyrocketed. No, no, no. Always, always been there forever. And always, um, people are just waking up and lights, energetic lights are seeing it. So it's nothing new. And so that means the more and more people wake up, the more and more things are going to crash. And so if people thought 2020 was a shit show, I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, we got a lot coming for us. <laughs> Everything needs to break. The whole world needs to break. Like, and I, I cheer it on in, in that's perspective, right? You can look at it as 2020 was a shit show for me. It was my best year yet. And if that triggers people, you're welcome. But because it's perspective, it's well, right. Did I have to change things in my business and, and change plans? Yes. Everyone was affected by it, but it's your perspective of how you dealt with it. And so I choose to look at it as yay, keep breaking. Even if that involves in my life, keep breaking that way I can continue to be the light worker. And then we all can continue to be a light worker that we are to lift the things up and build a new in a more high vibe way. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like we're in the process of finally the first steps towards creating that heaven yeah. on earth. And I think that our educational institutions, our medical practices, our yeah. practices, like it, I, I'm not going to lie as a, healthcare practitioner, it pisses me off to the core of my being to see in the media, wear a mask, stay inside. This is what's going to keep you protected. Get the vaccine. And get the vaccine. And it's like, what about the food that we're- Yeah, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, B12, like all the mushrooms. Fill your body with mushrooms and you will not get sick. (laughs) So it's just like, we're so ass backwards. There's so many things that need to be corrected. 
and mm -hmm. we're giving, we're being given opportunities mm -hmm. to start that process and allow for those yep. things to unfold, which is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, I have a question to ask you. So I myself like to refer to really, I feel like I'm operating in a fifth dimensional being right now. Like I'm operating in 5D and some are still stuck in the 3D trap. And when I'm inter, you know, when I'm interacting with the 3D, it's like, whoa, whoa, wow. Yeah. It's so crazy how much you see it. Like you literally can see the matrix. You, yeah. you can see it. You can see the frequency. You can see the biofield. Mm -hmm. Like you can see it all. And so it's really exciting for me to see others having an opportunity to yeah. wake up and starting to expand and things to start evolving in the right direction. Yeah. Very, very exciting. And it's also really awesome to have friends like you that I can have these kind of conversations mm -hmm. with and then not look at me and say, are you one of them fucking conspiracy theorists? Are you yeah. one of them? Are you one of them? <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, like, the reality is once you've gone through your awakening process and you've start to see the agenda behind yeah. a lot of the practices that we have yeah. in the United States, especially pharmaceuticals, our medicine, our food, yeah. those things. When you start to rewatch TV and movies from the past, all of the sudden you're like, wait, they were fucking telling us the whole time. Like they've yeah. really been telling us the truth the whole time. Or programming us, right? Either or. Absolutely. And we just weren't in a place where we could actually see it. We weren't yeah. open to receiving that. It's funny because I I read the book, The Four Agreements many mm -hmm. years ago. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I read it. Like that was like probably the third book I read. Yeah. So I read that book many years ago. It was very impressionable, you know, impressionable, had a huge impact on me. And for some reason, about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, my intuition said, read the book again. So I read the book again, but this time when I read the book, I was like, wait, how did I miss all of that the first time around? I'm like, wait, I don't. Totally different perspective. Right. It's so funny that you know, when we talk about our subconscious brain and earlier you were mentioning it's not good or bad, it only knows safe and alive. It, it literally, it's the only job is safe and alive. And so as we start to awaken and as we start to challenge and evolve our perceptions and our perspective of things, yeah. we start to form our own individual beliefs. We start to use discernment to bring in our own value system and embrace what it is that we feel is truth at the core of our being. And we allow our intu intuition to help us access yeah. that and decipher what it all means. And I have no clue where I was going with this. <laughs> totally forgot. But anyway, where the fuck was I going? Anyway, there was four a, agreements. Yeah. Four yeah. agreements, oh, different perspective. Yeah. So with the four agreements, you know, it was really exciting to see for me, I'm a big fan of if you read something or you watch something that was really impactful, I encourage you to go back and do it multiple times Yeah. because back, back to what you were saying about the brain, not knowing good or bad. Yeah. The second we start to take in a belief that contradicts our core belief system, yeah 
then we no longer can accept new information. The no. To overdrive, yeah. it starts going into panic, anxiety, yeah. fear. And it's like, no, 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 can't take it anymore. Shut down, shut down. And so for anyone out there, if you're a big fan of podcasts, audible books, reading books, I encourage you to go back and listen multiple times because every single time you are introduced to information, you're going to continue to expand your understanding of that information based on where your perception is at yeah. that time. Or even reading books that actually don't align with you or that have the opposite beliefs. I always remind people, you know, um, who listen to my podcast, like sometimes like some episodes where I, you know, go in on something really deep and I'm like, Hey, I want you to question everything I'm about to share with you. I want you to go educate yourself on the opposite belief. Um, That way we don't accidentally put ourselves like people who are big supporters of Q or left or right, like, and are all in on that. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. You need to hear the other perspective. So like even reading books, that aren't self-development that maybe are, you know, something completely different allows you to, to be like, Oh, interesting thought here. I never thought of it this way. Um, and then, yeah. And you've, you've inspired me to go back and read four agreements again. It's been probably seven years since I've read it. Um, I definitely need to read it again. Yeah. It had been a really long time for me. And it's so funny because I have a core group of light workers that I am so grateful to have as my family. And so we took a trip to Nevada. We were going to the desert to set some intentions and do some activating and anchor some codes. And it was really exciting because I was like, hey guys, I want you guys to listen to this book again. They, everyone had read it. And then within the first six minutes, we were all looking at each other. And we were like, how the fuck did we miss all of this the first time? Like literally we were like, wait, so true. oh my God, this is awesome. And so I literally bought a ton of those books and around the holidays, yeah. I was just literally handing them out to people like, yeah. here, you need to read this. You need to read this. You need to read this. And I got lots of great feedback from individuals mm. saying, you know, that it definitely was an impactful book and, and made a difference. So yeah, yeah I can't wait to hear your thoughts after you go back and read uh, Yeah, I do it, girl. Yeah, that's awesome. So where do you think we're headed as a collective? Where are we going? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going down first. Um, that's really what it is. That's like, I like joke with people, but it's serious. I'm like, you know, just be ready for like to have to hold your light even brighter when it's going to get heavy in order to like, we're in the, the heaviness right now, but in order for things to keep breaking. So we can recreate new, um, in a more higher frequency way. Um, so that just means that everyone needs to and makes it their responsibility to do that inner work. Um, that's so important right now. So like the, everyone's priority should be literally to be doing the inner work every morning, a morning routine. That way you can actually hold up the energy of the, the people who are still asleep. Like, which I know a lot of people are like, well, that's a big responsibility. I don't want to. I'm like, well, you chose to be alive in this lifetime. Therefore it's your fucking responsibility. We fucking picked it. We chose yeah. to come here. Like we yeah. chose this shit. <laughs> exactly. We chose it. And so therefore like, we have to make it our responsibility to do the inner work. And, you know, I speak to a lot of like business um, on business podcasts and, and business and other people's coaching programs as a spiritual mentor, because I remind them, like, you can have every single strategy in your business, every funnel, every launch, but if you're not doing the inner work to make sure the frequency of all of that is high, that you don't have any unworthiness wounds, any childhood wounds, any money projections that you're throwing at your future clients, that stuff will work, but not nearly at the level that it's meant to work at. And so that's why no matter if you're an entrepreneur, a mom or whatever, 
inner work to be the best version of you should be everyone's priority while the collective continues to break and crash. So that way, when people are beginning to wake up, you're like, Hey girl, I got you. Like when they wake up to the matrix and they're like, Oh my God, what have I been doing? You don't, your cup is overflowing because you've made doing the inner work your priority. Right. Absolutely. I yeah. feel very strongly that individuals like us, we're, we've gone through this process much sooner than many others. And that's intentional so that we yeah. can be there to truly support and serve those <sighs> that are going to go through their awakening in a in masses, you know, yeah. in large, large numbers. We're going to yep. need a lot of support over the next several years to come. Yeah. And so I feel really excited that I chose this lifetime. I picked this experience to come here and serve this, which is really awesome. So what are your thoughts around God? Where does God fit into this whole collective experience that we're Mm. having here now in 2021? Yeah, I believe, you know, in more like there's, there's God in the universe. They're they're equivalent to me. Um, There's definitely a higher power that's organizing this. And that higher power is, is supporting us more than ever to really wake up. That's why it's so important to like own your purpose, own your truth, do the healing. Um, that way God can work through you because I'm God, you're God. We're all God. We're just literally like the tentacles of God. So it's like, he's not, I don't put this God or the universe on the pedestal because I am it. And it is me. Therefore, if the universe created the entire universe, that means I am the universe. Therefore, I have so many more powers that I haven't tapped into there and say with everyone else, that's we're all connected. We're all mirrors of each other. We're all literally come from the same exact cloth. Um, and so really, you know, God's role in all of this is to remind people that we are it and it is us um, and to actually own that and to actually believe that and to actually make that our truth. So it's like a guiding force more powerful than ever, I believe right now. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Yeah sharing. So what's next for you, girlfriend? Where are you headed? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the things. Yeah. We, we are in the process of buying land in Costa Rica, you know, as, as outsiders it's, it's been, you know, it's a fun journey. Um, but in, so we'll be building our, um, dream vacation home, AKA everyone in my life jokes that it'll be my home and Johnny can come visit. Everyone's (laughs) like, so like, is this like a vacation home or full-time? I'm like, well, whatever you want to call it, um, I'll be there most of the time. And so we, we joke about that. I'm like, babe, you can come visit me whenever you're free. Um, but yeah, that that's exciting. Um, and, you know, we've just got, you know, in the, the business, we've got Ascend opening up in the end of February, which is like my baby, my pride and joy. Um, and that's really it. Like, those are my main focuses right now is, is Ascend in Costa Rica and just literally living my, my life to the fullest to show people what they're possible of. We're, we're actually headed down tomorrow morning to go close on our U.S. home. Um, and so, yeah, just like doing all the things that feel good and that are easy, right? That's my rule is if it's not easy, it's not for me. And I will drop it like a, like that if it's not easy. Um, easy as an alignment, right? There's going to be challenges like buying land in Costa Rica is going to have its challenges but it's still aligned. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm stepping into is just continuing to allow things to be easy, continuing to be a mirror for what's possible in people's lives um, and to help activate them and help teach them how to be their own healers. Cause I don't want to be their healer. I want to teach them how to heal themselves. Absolutely. I love that. So beautiful. Mm. That gives me chills throughout my entire body. You know, mm. you're, you're an extremely ambitious 
self-motivated woman. You've got big goals, big dreams. And I'm curious when you set expectations. So like, for instance, with what we went through with 2020, you have these big goals, you have these big dreams, you set these expectations, then something like 2020 happens. How are you able to navigate through that in a way that is going to support your highest good instead of turning to victim mode? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's immediately, and I'm, I'm so grateful to say like all the inner work I've done, I never went into victim mode in 2020. It was immediately like, oh, okay. I can't have my retreats. Therefore, what can I provide to people to be able to level created these engage, like these pods, little small group coaching pods, filled them up, filled five up within, you know, a few days. I was like, okay, like how can I continue to take other people's victim and help empower them? That's waking them up. And so it was immediately, if something couldn't happen or something had to change in my life, it was okay. How can I make sure to still provide this type of service, but in a way that's, that's like, you know, we're able to do that. And so the moment that, you know, especially as like a hearts and an entrepreneur, if you are the moment you make it about you, you're actually being a hypocrite. And so it's like, if you're a light worker, heart service-based business, it, it is 100% about the people you serve. And the moment you're like, Oh, woe is me. I can't have my thing. My launch didn't go well. Like, Ew, right? Like, and I, I say that jokingly and a trigger, like, ew, that like, and so the moment you take it off of you and make it about how can I just make an impact, you will literally attract everyone you need to support. That's the funny part. Like, the, we're like, but how? But is it going to be easy? Yes, it gets to be easy right. because you're in the frequency of inviting people into your life that you want to serve. Right. Absolutely. That are yeah. in alignment with your vibrational frequency. Yeah. I love it. So what are your last thoughts for the listeners? Any words of advice for anyone listening right now? Oh man, it really is just to take inventory of everything, every thought, every person in your life. Do they uplift you? Do they help you question things, right? It's not kicking people in your life that don't align with you, but just make sure that everyone in your life is in, like my word for 2021 is inspiring. Make sure everyone is in your life or things or thoughts that inspire you to either deeply question something, to be curious, but then also to make sure that the thoughts of yours align with your highest good. So just take inventory and making sure that everything, everyone, every thought is empowering you, is giving you life um, and expanding your own consciousness. Like, and if it's not like, just get rid of it, like get rid of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wise words, Miss Simpson, wise, wise words. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, truly appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to Mm -hmm. be here with us. Where can the listeners find you? Yay. Thank you so much for having me on sister. This has been like, I've been so excited for this. Um, you can find me over on Instagram at I am Taylor Simpson. Super easy. Come DM me, say hi. You'll get an obnoxious voice message back. Most likely probably why I'm walking on the treadmill. Cause that's usually when I multitask. Um, and so yeah, please like come just say hi, be like, hi, heard you. Hope you have a great day. Whatever that is. Um, I love connecting over there. Love it. Well, listen audience, if two very stubborn Leo women have the ability to let go of their prideful nature and face their ego in a way 
that we have the ability to embrace and work with it so that we can start growing into alignment with who we are supposed to be. If you and I can do this, I am 100% positive anyone has the ability to change Amen. Their life, literally change their life. So Amen, sister. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. Make sure you leave a review and let me know what you think. I love reading your feedback. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Heather Duranja. And don't forget to take a screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag me. I love to share it. See you on the next episode.